everybody and welcome to Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. We focus on stress. Everybody's got it. Everybody feels it. I guess the big question is what do you do with it? How do you get it handled so that you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what we're all about at Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, along with registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How you doing today? I am very good, Bren. Excellent. How about you? Fine, thank you. Today's topic right is the power of acceptance. What are we accepting here? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's one of those things, right? We talk about stress. We talk about, you know, um, how do we do, reduce our stress? How do we how do we create a life for ourselves where um, one we we have manageable stress? Um, and one of the things that helps us reduce the stress the most is being able to accept what is. So what we're accepting is life. We're accepting all things. So when I say acceptance, the, there's a, a bit of a misunderstanding about the term. Some people think it means, okay, just put up with anything that comes, right? Um, don't fight against injustice. You know, be a doormat. Let people just walk all over you. Just accept anything. Accept people how they are, right? So you you put up with anything in a relationship. So that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm talking about is accepting the reality of the situation that we're in. Okay. There was a, I, I was listening, this is a, several years ago now. There was a, a, a dude named Eckhart Tolle. Um, many yeah. people have heard of him, right? Yep. He wrote a bunch of books. And he was on Oprah, and Oprah was, you know, he was talking about this concept. And he said, you know, if you're driving a car and you get stuck in the mud, if if you spend the whole time being pissed off that you're stuck in the mud, you're not going to get out of the mud. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Why is there this mud here? How can I be so stupid to get stuck in the mud? There shouldn't be mud here. People should take better care of the road, blah, 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 right? And you're spending all this time and energy being pissed off about the situation you're in instead of like just may, maybe just saying, okay, you know what? Clearly, I'm stuck in the mud. Well, this kind of sucks. All right, let me go get the jack. Let me get the shovel. Let me get whatever. And then you can start doing something so you can get unstuck from the mud. Well, and this is this is a situation in our lives, and and we don't we don't quite understand the power that this gives us when we're able to just accept things as they are. That does not mean we don't change them. We just acknowledge that this is what it is right now, instead of trying to basically piss in the wind. Can Can you tell a lot? about a person by how fast they move on from being stuck in the mud to trying to get out of the mud rather than, you know, bitching and whining about the rain on the dirt and mm-hmm. the situation you're in, in, in terms of just getting it done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you tell a lot about a person's sort of personality. I wouldn't say their character cause that can shift. Right. Right. You know, you can learn to be more, um, you know, accept things quicker. But, uh, but yeah, uh, typically the, the more successful people are the ones that adjust and, and accept more quickly. You know, uh, a friend of mine was, <laughs> we were talking about, um, evolution and Darwin, everybody says, well, Darwin was the father of survival of the fittest and it's not quite accurate. It's not really the fittest, not the strongest, not the smartest. 
it's survival of the quickest to adapt, right? Sure. And that's that's what it is. And so you can't adapt if you don't accept. So acceptance is the first step to adapt adaptation. You have to accept what it is before you then can figure out what the next move is. How many and times so how many times have we talked about this on various podcasts about if your plane crashed, some right. people would just freeze up and stay right there, wouldn't move. Whereas very quickly, I guess you want to call them the leaders of the pack, their goal would be we got to get ourselves out of this situation. This is the same thing. Exactly right. This is this is what we're dealing with, guys. This is it. Let's see what we got. What what can we salvage from the crash? Where is where is their shelter? Where is their food? Where is their water? What can we do? But if you're just stuck there and say, How could this happen to me? Why? What happened? We're it's not fair, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, we, we have all these emotional things that can get in the way. Now, don't get me wrong. I do not mean you do not have your emotions. You are allowed to have your emotions. In fact, having your emotions is very, very healthy. But you need to give yourself permission to fully have your emotions and then move on. You can't live in those emotions. Otherwise, you will be stuck. You know, the, the, the plane crash scenario is, you know, very clearly life and death. But if it's, you know, something like a divorce or a sick kid or, you know, traffic jam or, or whatever, that's not quite as, it doesn't seem like as big of an emergency. But, you know, it is, it is something that you, the more quickly you can adapt to and the more quickly you can accept, then you can figure your way through. I'm very big on having a game plan every day mm -hmm. and being able to focus ahead. And if there's a few little diversions, I'm ready to go because I've thought about it a little bit. And mm -hmm. here we are. We're pretty much at the middle of November now. Christmas is coming and there's mm -hmm. going to be way more stress. I've accepted <laughs> that Christmas is coming. Mm -hmm. But I've got a game plan. I think that I may be further ahead than a lot of people on that front. Yeah, yeah. I mean, having having so the game plan is important. I think we should have a direction we want to go in, as long as we're we have within that game plan the ability to adapt, the flexibility, right? right? Exactly. Well, so so you you know talking about Christmas coming, the holidays are going to be different this year, right? Oh yeah. And this is something, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because this is one of those things where we do have to practice this. Well, you don't have to. It would be wise to practice acceptance around this, but you don't have to. But, you know, it's going to be different. So it's going to look different. Um, you know, we may not be able to get together with families the same way. Travel, maybe out of the question, you know what I mean? Going to the mall and that sort of thing. The whole holiday feeling is going to be very, very different this year. Now, we can get stuck in the fact that it's different and be pissed off or sad or frustrated. And, and again, it's okay to have those emotions initially. It's just not okay to live in them. And, and, you know, once we accept that, all right, it's going to be different this year. All right. Now that I've accepted that, I've acknowledged that. What do I do? How do I make it work for me? How can I, given that I can't travel, how can I connect with family? Given that, you know, it's going to be shopping is going to be different. Can I order stuff online sooner? Do you know what I mean? Um, what, what can I do to make it work for me, given that I've now accepted that this is what it's going to be? Now, for some people, part of the fun, I guess, of uh, Christmas is getting out and shopping. But you're right. We are looking at a new situation coming up mm -hmm. here. So I guess the question is, how fast are people going to accept Right. The fact that things are, we're living a whole new lifestyle again. Yeah, yeah. And if we can, if we can say, okay, well, how do I, you know, uh, my, my psychologist, again, 
he said, <laughs> "This is one time he was traveling with his kids. I love I love his stories. He was he was traveling with his kids, and um, they got stuck in this airport. I can't remember where it was, but you know, it's like." they had to spend overnight. So what they did was they went and they just kind of walked around. There was this a part of the airport that they more or less shut down for renovations and stuff. There's this little lounge there. And so he, what he did was he got, there was some packing boxes and stuff like that. He got some tape and made this little ball and they had a little game in this little, like, like abandoned, like uh, lounge area right. and they're playing and the kids had a ball and, you know, and what, what he said to me, the kids were really young. He said to me is that, Later, like you know, several years later, the kid said, "You know, remember that trip we took, and we're at the, the 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 airport. That was the best time, Dad. That was so much fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, so this is this is one of those this is one of those examples of when you can accept that this is the situation, then you can figure out what to do next, and you can actually make it work for them. And in this scenario, that was that was a very meaningful time of connection with his kids, the family. Everybody felt really good." And we've had those experiences. Many of us have had those experiences in other ways, but they don't happen if we don't get to that place of acceptance. They, you know, we 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 sabotage it. We short circuit it because we're too lost in kind of railing against the reality at that point. Well, one of the best places to test yourself is at an airport. You're right. That's <laughs> absolutely accurate. When I was returning from Europe at the start of uh, 2020. Well, like a seven-hour delay in Amsterdam. Well, there's two ways you can deal with it. You can complain about it and make that that seven-hour delay just as painful as possible on yourself, or else you can find a way to make the seven hours an experience where you remember it vividly. And mm-hmm. I was able to go up, and I think it cost $50 to get into the KLM lounge, which was unbelievable. But I turned that seven hours into... I turned it into into a, a good soup as opposed yeah. to chicken, whatever, right? Yeah. But, but people spend too much time complaining about stuff and not doing enough. Well, this is it. And let me tell you where the, where the money, the rubber really meets the road here, right? Okay. If you're, if you're dealing with, say, um, like a, 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 an emotional issue, like a breakup or, um, you know, I deal with people who have, have a lot of anxiety. Uh, you know what I mean? Or depression or different things like that. One of the things that fuels sort of the negative experience, like the, the, the pain we feel as humans when we go through these sorts of things is, is the fighting against the situation. Okay. So anxiety is a really good example of this. The more anxious you are, if you're having anxiety, sometimes you get anxious about the fact you're having anxiety. And then you get anxious about the fact that your anxiety is not coming, you know, settling as fast as you'd like it to. Right. Well, all that really does is just create more anxiety. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you're, you're feeding the beast, so to speak. So when it comes to when, when you can practice, and this is what I do with my clients, when, when we can practice acceptance, when people build that, that acceptance muscle for themselves, they can then say to themselves, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm feeling anxious right now, or I'm feeling depressed, or this breakup sucks, or whatever. And so I'm going to accept that I feel this way for right now, but I'm not going to get lost in the emotion. I'm just going to accept that this is what it is for right now, but this doesn't define me. This is not who I am. This is just an experience I'm having right now. But then, but that acceptance helps you to make that separation 
so that you can separate the experience you're having from you as the person. And what that does inevitably is it reduces the suffering the person feels in the moment. It reduces their, their, their level of, of the difficulty they're having right then. But then longer term, it doesn't feed the same thing they're trying to change. They don't add more fuel to the fire. They don't feed the beast. And so the more quickly they accept that they have, you know, quote unquote, the problem, the more quickly the problem goes away. This may sound bizarre, and, and but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Having battled stomach cancer this year mm-hmm. has actually been, in some ways, a really good thing for me. Mm-hmm. Because what it's taught me is don't worry about the stuff you can't control. Right. Just worry about what you can control. And I wish that I had learned that at a younger age and that it didn't take stomach cancer, which it looks like it's we've beaten it back. But it just it put things into perspective for me. Mm-hmm. The question is, so I've been blessed in a lot of ways. So I guess the big question is for somebody who isn't going through that and hopefully never has to go through that, how do we train ourselves to, to look at life that way so that it takes a lot of stress off your future? Well, no, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, because and you're absolutely right. Most of us, we, we gain the blessing by going through the difficult time and that, you know, so we get the lesson, right? Right. And so we, we figure it out. We move forward from there. Obviously it's better. Like you said, it will be awesome if I've learned this a couple of decades earlier. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, sometimes we just have to deal with the fact that if we're not feeling the pain, we don't have the motivation to learn the stuff that we need to learn. But a lot of times we just don't know it. Right. This, this concept we're talking about today it's, it's honestly, it's not rocket science. It's like, it's, it's fairly self-evident once you start to understand it, but many people have not actually heard it set out this way before. Right. Um, uh, so there, there are basic skills, um, we'll call them psychological skills or, or emotional well-being skills that, that are proven like tried and true ways of looking at life or dealing with adversity or whatever that people tend to get when they go through a crisis, but that is available to people all the time if they actually knew they existed and if they could have access to the, these concepts. And so this is one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. It's one of the reasons that, you know, we've talked about it before on the other podcasts, my leap program and, and different things like that. This is the whole idea of why I do what I do is to help people get these little nuggets that seem like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's not rocket science, stuff that everybody knows, but few of us do. And when you understand it the right way and understand the power of some of these things and and can actually grasp them, but more importantly, then build the practice of these things into our lives, life becomes a lot easier. We handle stress much differently. We handle adversity way better. We are just generally happier and healthier. And, and yeah, like you said, now you know this concept. So going forward, I'm not going to sweat the small stuff. I'm not going to try to fight against stuff I don't know that I can't change. And, right. you know, life is lots easier for you. Does it bother you when somebody says, I can never change? I can't change. <laughs> or, or do you just go, well, okay, we got maybe a little more work to do here with this person. Does it? But when they basically shut you off and say, I, there's no way I can accept the power of acceptance, and that sounds like a funny pun, but it, I know they're out there, those people. Well, absolutely, and I, I've been that person. 
right? I've said, no, nah, no, nah, it's too, no, this is, this is the way it should be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and just get stuck. And you know, the, the power of our brains, uh, our brains love us so much that they want to make us right. So if you say you can't do something, you're going to be right. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's true. But if you, you know, if you say you can, which is like a more empowering statement to make, um, that is also true. So your brain will make you true, make you correct in that way as well. But yeah, when, when people say, well, I can't change, I say, well, you know, if you could, what would you do? What would it look like? Do you know what I mean? It, it, you know, let's, I'll accept that you can't change, but if you could, what, what would, what would that life look like for you? And sometimes that makes, you know, that cracks, cracks the door enough for the concept to get in. They start to consider a different way of being. Take a deep breath help. Or is that just, uh, is that what we see in the movies or does it really work? It, it can't. Well, I mean, a deep conscious breath. Yeah. It, Definitely, definitely can help. Yeah. Because, you know, it, the deep breath can give you that little bit of separation. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Instead of just reacting and just continuing to go with whatever's in front of you, taking a deep breath can just give you that little bit of a space so you can then have a little bit more objectivity and then make a decision to respond versus reacting. Right. But again, in that, in that breath, this is one. Okay. <sighs> okay. I guess this is what it is. All right. Now that I've acknowledged that, what do I do now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One of the things too that I've I've started to do is I look at a situation. And I go, "Is this a hill I want to die on?" Right. And it's an old old term that goes back to I think World War II, and you determine whether or not that is that's one worth fighting, mm -hmm. or moving on to the next one, or moving down to the next one. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you've got to understand that you're not going to win that hill. Mm -hmm. You're not going to win that hill. But man, there's one you can win. And yep. it's going to be a benefit to you. And, and so now that's, that's where my thinking has changed in just the last year where I just go, I, uh, I don't see anything really good coming out of this, but there's, there's other good out there. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to save my energy for the stuff that's really important. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight and, and use all my energy on this thing that may or may not meet, be that meaningful to me. Well, there's a lot of positive stuff we could talk about. We could talk about the fact that you could check us out on Facebook. It's real simple there. Check out Ask Dr. Gans, of course. And doctor, by the way, is DR. You can also check us out online on the website, which is askdrgans.com. And on Twitter, the handle's pretty simple as well. It's at askdrgans. And we're here to help everybody as much as we possibly can. You and I share stories all the time. I, Absolutely. I love these 20 minute discussions because I always feel there's going to be some good that we could pull out of it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what we want to do. We want to share what we know, share our experiences, but also share the knowledge that we have so that people can, you know, benefit from these things. And we don't have to wait till there's a crisis in our lives to incorporate some of these uh, different concepts and, you know, put them into our lives proactively so we can live better lives and make more contribution to ourselves, but also the people we, we care about. So, you know, to help do that, we ask people to share what they hear, you know? So when you, if you like this, share it, retweet it, um, send people to the podcast and the podcast to people, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Help them get the information that they, they can benefit from too. And go to the website as well. AskDrGans.com because you can give us all sorts of feedback, topic ideas, Shouldn't Absolutely. be always, always on us. There's, mm -hmm. there's other people who've got some great ideas out there as well. Absolutely. Want to know what you want to know. <laughs> exactly. 
Hey, I got to do a little Christmas shopping here, so I think I'm in the right zone for this. Uh, <laughs> thanks for your time today, and we'll talk again later. All right. Have, have fun, everybody.